for I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? (laughs) This is Life in Perspective, season two, a new thing. (laughs) Let's get it. It is the first episode of season two, and I am super excited to be back with you guys. It's been a minute, y'all. Before we jump in, we have to just congratulate ourselves. You know, we made it to 2020. (laughs) We've survived a pandemic. We've survived murder hornets. We've survived social unrest. Just recently, we've seen people storm the United States Capitol. I mean, the fact that you are still alive, breathing, in your right mind, listening to this, like, we just got to take a moment and just clap it up for ourselves. Clap it up for ourselves. Because y'all, 2020 had... It tried to take us out. I mean, we lost so many people. We lost family members. We lost friends. We lost celebrities, people that we, you know, admired and looked up to. I mean, 2020 really tried to do a number on us. And I just want to say, sis, bro, I'm proud of you. You know, you persevered through 2020 and we are at the start of a new year and, you know, trying to be pretty optimistic about it. You know, the way it started off, you know, one can only hope, you know, that as bad as it has gotten that, you know, only up from here. (laughs) But guys, I'm so happy to be back with you for season two. You know, it's been a minute, you know, it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you uh, without a dope beat. Step, uh, step two, step. No, I really felt like that. I feel like, you know, we have been gone a very long time. Yo, if this is your first time with Life in Perspective, welcome to season two. I would recommend that you go back and join the journey from season one and you can catch up with us or you can start from here. We are happy to officially have you a part of the family. Yo, as you heard, the quote today had to be a scripture because that's just how we got to start off 2021. That's how we got to start off season two in the work because it is the only consistent thing in our lives. Everything is changing. The weather's changing. People are changing. The way we live life, we are now going to stores, standing in lines, not to purchase things, but just to get in the door. Like we have completely adapted the way that we live. And so I wanted us to start with the word. Also, I feel like this scripture in Isaiah is the perfect place to start because we can get caught up in the way that things were or the way that things used to be, or we can even get caught up in the way that we experienced the thing and not be able to move on from that. And if I'm completely honest, that's what was happening with me in season two. You know, I'm really working on, you know, this fear of failure and this need for a thing to be in perfection before it's released, before it's even started. And if I'm completely honest, you know, I felt like season one, life and perspective as a whole just really surprised me on kind of the impact that it made in the earth. And I started to put this pressure on myself like, 
I needed to almost outdo season one for season two to be effective. And so I started trying to like do all these grand things and I wanted season two to be um, visual. And while I think that it's awesome that, you know, we want to use our gifts and talents and we want things to be great and we want things to be presented well, sometimes that can hinder what God wants to do. And oftentimes we put the weight on ourselves to make great things happen when honestly the weight should just be on the step of obedience, whatever God is asking us to do. And so I woke up this morning, I had an amazing time, you know, spending with the Lord. And I'm like, yo, I'm gonna just record episode one of season two. I think that I'm on this journey where God's like, I'm trying to do something new. I'm trying to do something fresh. I'm trying to open your eyes in a new way. And you keep holding me to the last thing that I did. And and in actuality, it's like, I had nothing to do do with how impactful Life in Perspective season one was, or even, you know, its reach. I am still amazed, you know, that my podcast reached 32 countries. And I think when we start paying attention to the numbers and we feel like, okay, what did I do to make this happen? Or how can I keep up this consistency? We missed the point. Like the purpose of Life in Perspective was simply to just obey God and share the journey that he's taking me on through life and praying that what I'm experiencing and what I'm learning in life could impact and somehow you know, help you on your journey in life. And that's the bottom line. That's what this is about. And so today I just wanted to talk about that, you know, how we can sometimes even encounter God in a great way where he moves, just, he shocks our mind. He does beyond what we could have ever imagined. And sometimes when he asks us to do the next thing, we're holding on to how we encounter him in that moment. And we kind of hinder him from what he wants to do in the beginning. If you think about 2020 and just how we lived um, prior to experiencing a pandemic, some people really struggled with moving forward and still being able to live and enjoy life and go after things because we were so used to our old normal. We were used to how we did things. I was used to walking outside the house and not putting on a mask. And let me tell you how many times I have to come back in the house because I forgot my mask. And sometimes it's like God wants to expose us to the depths of him. Like there are so many sides of God that we will die and still not know all of who he is. But sometimes we don't experience him in new ways because we like, oh, that's not the God I know. And so I think that this year we should be really intentional about just getting to know God in new ways. Like my prayer on a day-to-day basis is always like, Lord, I want to see you in everything. Like in the thread of my life, in the thread of everything that I experience, like I want to be able to see you. Even if it's the you that I've never seen before, even if it's an unrecognizable you. And I think that, you know, just embracing a new thing, like, you know, sometimes we get new jobs and we want to take old habits from old jobs into a new job. And we can't do that. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about not being able to put new wineskins and old wineskins because the old wineskin is torn. It's worn out. It's not going to be able to hold the weight of the new thing. And I think that's what God just wants us to, to recognize today is like, stop trying to take two things. He wants us to recognize. I believe stop trying to take old things and put new things in them. Stop trying to take old mindsets and old perspectives of how you saw yourself and old mistakes and all those things that you're trying to now take into a new place. It doesn't work. You won't be able to sustain the new place with old things. And so maybe you're asking like, okay, Brenda, like how do I embrace this new thing? I think first we have to recognize that we don't do anything in our own strength, right? That we can do nothing without God. And I think we need to stop putting this undue pressure on ourselves to perform. It's like God is not looking for a 
performance. He is just looking for an empty vessel and a willing heart to serve and honor him and do what he says. And I think, you know, I'm really talking to myself because y'all season two was supposed to been done, like been, been done. Like I want to say the last episode, um, you know, with the exception of the special episode, the last episode was like September, October, and that's trash. It's January. It's almost September and October again at the rate that our years be passing by. <laughs> and so I think I just wanted it, you know, to be really, really good. And God's like, I just need it to be really, really me. You know, I just need it to be really, really God. Like, I just honestly would give him my awe and my greatest sacrifice and just pray that he would breathe on it because I think that's just what he wants to do with things in our life like I just wanted to encourage you guys if there's anything in your life or any instruction or any great thing whether it's a creation or a gift or a talent that you're sitting on out of fear of it not being good enough or that you're sitting on out of a fear that it won't be impactful it's like God just wants you to do it he's like man can you give me something to breathe on it's like I really want to do a new thing in that scripture he says do you not perceive it like I've already begun like I've which means to me it's like if he's doing a new thing and he's telling me that he's already begun and he's asking me if I can see it which means there are things that he's doing in the spiritual realm to cause whatever he's asking me to do to come into alignment and be successful but it's like I can't perceive it for a bunch of reasons one reason is I'm trying to figure it out on my own I'm trying to plan it out and in Jeremiah he tells us that I know the plans I have to you plans to prosper you and so it's like if God gives you something he doesn't he First of all, he's not telling you to do something that you don't have the ability to do. Like God isn't a God who would put you out there to fail. It's like he wants you to recognize who you are. It's so crazy because in um, service the other day, my pastor said something that I thought was super amazing. And he was saying how like when God sees us, he sees us based on the seed that he implanted in us, the seed of who he created us to be. And so I was thinking like, yo, when God tells us to do something, he may not be speaking to the person that we are today, but he is speaking with the understanding of I created you to be this person. And so maybe this thing that I'm asking you to do will help you to become who I see you as, or maybe it is who you are. And I just need to put this in front of you so you can recognize that you are that person. And so guys, God is doing a new thing. And so what we have to do is like, take our hands off the wheel. You know, Carrie Underwood has a song, Jesus take the wheel. And it's like, in order to be able to experience and perceive the new thing that God wants to do is like, we have to take our hands off the wheel. Stop trying to drum up schemes and quick plans on how we're going to make this thing that God's telling us to do great. It's like, if God told you to do it, it's already great. And you just have to trust what he placed on the inside of you. And you have to be able to trust his voice. You know, Proverbs three, five, and six is a scripture we talk about on life and perspective all the time, but it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding, acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your path. So the first step of that scripture is to trust in the Lord with all your heart it means that with everything that I have, every time God speaks, I am trusting in him with all I'm putting it I'm putting everything I got on his word you know I'm going all in that's with all your heart because it's easy to say God I trust you with your mouth but when you trust God with your heart you go all in there's no plan b it's like okay I'm putting 
it's like, you know, I don't gamble. I don't even know a lot about gambling, but it's like, you know, when you see it in movies and it's like, I'm going all in, I'm putting, you know, they're like, I'm putting it all in red 21. It's like, I'm putting everything that I have, all my resources, all my trust, all my talents, all my gifts, all my plans. I'm putting it all in on this number because this number represents the word that I received from God. And that's the thing, like he can't fail. So you just have to go all in knowing like, yo, I, I am taking no L's. Like with God on my side, following his word, I'm not taking no L's. And you just have to do that. The next thing is that it's lean not to my own understanding, which I feel like is something that I do all the time. It's like, I will receive a word from God and then I'm trying to figure it out in my own brain, in my own mind, with my own, you know, talents and gifts. And I'm like, Lord, it's not adding up. And it's like, I'm going to trust in him with all my heart and I'm not going to lean on my own understanding because the Bible tells us that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. So there's something that I need to do. I need to press into him. Like when he gives me an instruction, I need to press into him so that he can direct me, so that he can lead me, so that he can show me what to do. He can tell me to go right. He could tell me to go left. He could tell me to go up. He could tell me to go down. He could tell me to sit. He could tell me to go. And it's like, what we do is like, we receive a word from God and then we're like, okay, Brendan, how are you going to make this happen? And he's like, I'm not asking you to do that. I am just literally asking you to do it. And so that's what we have to do, guys. We have to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. We have to not lean on our own understanding because oftentimes our understanding, not oftentimes, our understanding is a limited view of everything. It, within our understanding, we only have the limited scope of our own experiences, not even other people's experiences, only our own, because we gain understanding by things that we comprehend, by things that we experience, by things that we encounter, by things that we learn. So when we match that up to who God is, and I mean, he's all knowing, then it's very limited view. It's like zero. It's like point zero, 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 just equaling out to zero in comparison to all the things that God knows. So why would I try to take an instruction that I received from an all knowing, just bomb diggity God? I don't know where bomb diggity came from, but just like this amazing God who lives he lives outside of time, first of all. Like he's he created heaven and earth. He separated the skies. He put water in just nothing. Like he created all these things out of nothing. Why would I take a thought or an instruction or something that he gives me and bring it all the way down to my limited, skewed view of things and try to work it out? Like that that don't even make logical sense. And as I'm saying this, I'm also judging myself a whole lot because I do that a lot. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense. So it's like I'm gonna trust in the Lord with all my heart. I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. It is the equivalent of, you know how like you see a chair and you try to like lean on it and it ain't there and then you fall. That's exactly what we do every time we try to lean on our own understanding. Like that thing that I'm leaning on doesn't have the weight to hold me. It's like, why would I do that? It doesn't have the weight to sustain me. So why would I lean on it? And that's what your understanding is. So every time you think about trying to take a God idea or something that God drops in your spirit or something that he's telling you to do and you try to bring it down to your level of thinking, knock it off. It's the equivalent of sitting in a chair that's too small. It can't hold it. It can't, it can't process it. It can't do anything with it, but minimize it and make it smaller. And I think that's what I was doing. It's 
like I felt so much pressure about what season two needed to be that I started to bring it down to my level and to my thinking and my plan. And it's like, in reality, this ain't even my podcast. This is the Lord's podcast because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just getting on here and relying on the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us into all truth. (laughs) And so we got to just, you know, do what Proverbs three and five says that we need to trust in the Lord with all our heart, lean not until our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge him. And when you think about what it means to acknowledge someone, it's like, it's interesting because like when you think about a president, an honorable one, when a president walks into a room, when dignitaries walk into a room, people stand and they acknowledge them. They, they honor them. And I think that that's what we need to do that in all of our ways, we need to honor God. We need to, in everything that we do and everything that he places in our heart and every move that we make and every position we accept, every opportunity we accept, we need to acknowledge God. We need to honor him. We need to first acknowledge and honor, acknowledge that it was only through his grace that we even received any of it. And then we need to throughout the process, honor him, that making sure that how we move in certain situations, that it brings honor to him. And then once we honor him and acknowledge that, hey, I am nothing without you. Like I couldn't have reached this place or this this point or this opportunity without you. And then it says he'll direct our paths because what happens is we walk into doors, we get opportunities and we start to think that it's about us. We start to think that we're the ones who have to sustain it. And we also start to go in there with our own agenda. And it's like, no, because when we do that, he he's not the one directing our paths. It's our ego that's leading our path or it's our want, need for success or it's our need for validation that's directing our path. And so it's like, no, and everything that I do, God, I give it back to you. Like everything that you've given me, every open door, every opportunity, like I submit it and surrender to you. I acknowledge you in all of my ways and I trust that you're gonna direct my path. There's a scripture that says a righteous man's steps are ordered by God. And so it's like, I am going to submit everything that I do to you and trust that you'll direct my path. You'll tell me when to speak. You'll tell me when to shut up. You'll tell me when it's like, okay, maybe there's time for a transition or maybe I need to stay because you're trying to build me. You're trying to build my character. You're trying to build my integrity. It's like, but I have to be able to acknowledge God and everything and then he'll direct my path. It's not going in whatever, wherever I'm going or whatever I'm doing. It's not me trying to figure out how to make it happen or me feeling like, okay, I got to do this and I got to move this. It's like, no, God, what do you want me to do? What is it that you want to do in this moment? And then I trust that he'll direct my paths. But first I have to trust in him with all my heart. And so guys, that's all I wanted to share with you that God is wanting to do a new thing in and through you. And don't let the past experience keep you from experiencing a greater one. It's like, don't put pressure and weight on yourself to perform or make a thing happen. It says, I'm doing a new thing and I've already begun. Do you not perceive it? Which means wake up, pay attention. I'm doing a new thing. So stop trying to figure it out or try to make it happen. Like I, he is doing a new thing. And if we can just trust that God is the one who is, who makes things happen, like the way of making it happen again is not on us. The weight is on the step of obedience. He just wants you to acknowledge him in all your ways and he'll direct your path. And you can trust that the new thing is going to be done. It's going to happen. And I'm just excited about what God wants to do with us in this season. And during the season two of Life in Perspective, I'm excited to be back with you guys. And I cannot wait to be back with you next week. But before we do, I just want to pray for us. You know, I want to pray. It's the first episode of the season. I just want to pray that God would open our eyes, that he would open our ears. And more importantly, he would open our hearts to be able to experience the new 
everything. So God, we thank you for this moment that we've had with you on life in perspective. God, thank you for putting, you know, our lives, our shortcomings, our mistakes into perspective, God. But thank you also for helping us to recognize that your grace is sufficient, God, that even when we mess up or we make a mistake, we think that things that you've given us or opportunities and doors that you've opened for us are about us, God. Thank you for shifting our perspective and helping us to understand that you are wanting to do a new thing in our lives, God. So open our hearts, um, make, help us to be ready to receive the new thing that you're doing. Help us to be ready to embrace it, no matter how uncomfortable it makes us. God, we love you and we thank you and we give you glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' name, I pray. Guys, I love you so much. This is Life in Perspective. We are officially in season two and I am super excited. I cannot wait to be back with you guys right here next week. We out. Thank you.